welcome to the Fiercely Faye podcast. I'm your host, Ali Faye, entrepreneur, online coach, and your wellness bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind, shift your perceptions, and be more present. So turn the volume up and put your headphones on. Let's go live life fiercely. Welcome back to another episode. Today's going to be a little bit different. (laughs) If you can already tell in my voice, I'm a little stuffed up. I'm not going to lie. I've been home sick for three days and I've had a fever for three days and it's just been a lot. And I have preached. (laughs) You all know if you've listened to me, if you follow me on social media, social media, you guys know that I preach so much about how to get back out there and how to start feeling good again. And it all comes back to bringing yourself back to feel good feelings by doing more things that make you feel good. So today, (laughs) today was my third day of being at home in my space, not leaving the house, stuffy, as you can hear my voice. And I was like, you know what, like, I'm sick and tired of lounging around and feeling gross. And all day yesterday, I had no internet at all. So the whole day was up and about cleaning out storage, cleaning out my closet, putting all my winter stuff away, completely reorganized my front foyer, you name it. I cleaned the whole house top to bottom and just did like a whole spring clean of everything. And then today I had internet. So I kind of just chilled out and I watched a couple movies and I did some stuff online for my online coaching business. And then that was it. And I was like, I need to like put my phone down and just (laughs) like turn my brain off. But then it got to a point today, like I was just saying, where I was really bored and I was like, hey, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Like I don't want to be in this slump, but I'm definitely too sick to go outside. It's a little bit chilly out. The sun's not out or anything. So I don't want to make myself worse. So what can I do? So I got up, (laughs) I took a shower, I came back, I sat down, I looked at my phone and I was like, I'm really interested. So I took, (laughs) I don't know where this came from, but I took the five love languages quiz. Okay. I don't know why I've never taken it before. I already knew what my results would be because I already know my love language. I know what the five are, but not super like in depth or anything. And I've never taken the quiz, but I already knew like what makes me feel good in a relationship and what makes me feel good, um, you know, with the relationships that I have. And I don't mean just like dating. I mean like my family, my friends and within dating. And so when I took the quiz, I was like, I need to do a podcast on this. I was like, this is going to be perfect. I need to do a podcast. So today's going to be a little bit different, but bear with me. If this sounds like trash by the end of it, then I might just toss it out. But if my voice isn't too bad, this is worth hearing, then I'll keep it. So anyways, let's dive into it. Okay, so I took the quiz and it's just fivelovelanguages.com. Okay, fivelovelanguages.com. Go there and take the quiz and just see what it says. 
So for mine, I already knew quality time. For me, it's quality time. And I really love spending time with people. I feel very loved and appreciated. And it just, I'm an extrovert and I'm a people person. And I love being around people. So like I love hosting. I love parties. I love like raves and concerts and things like that. Like I love being around people. So I knew for me what makes me feel good is quality time and like being around people that I love and that I care about. So I'm going to read to you what it says. (laughs) In quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Now I'm going to pause right there. This reminded me of a dating situation and we're both entrepreneurs. We both have our online businesses. So we're both on our phones 24-7. But every time I'm with him, I turn my phone on Do Not Disturb at nighttime, like in the evenings. I would say like around like dinner time. Depends what time I get there. Um, but typically when I'm with him, like my phone's on Do Not Disturb. And there was times where he would literally be on the phone with like two other people having like a big phone call talking about like not nothing but like nothing too important like not like a business like a a serious business call or anything it was just like friend it was business related but it was just like shooting the shit about something that had happened within the business blah 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 and it was like over an hour long phone call and I had just got there with him we were supposed to be cooking dinner and we went to the grocery store to get dinner and we got back to his place he was supposed to go upstairs to shower he ended up being on the phone for over an hour and I was downstairs waiting to like cook our food so we, we could have dinner at eight o'clock it was like eight ten. he finally gets off the phone and I was just like oh my goodness like I'm not even hungry anymore now I'm like hangry I'm upset I'm annoyed but it's still new and I'm in his space I'm in no position of feeling comfortable telling him how to be or how to act or how the situation should be I was in a very weird place and it came to this and when we talked to it talked about it really briefly I just said like for me it's like that quality time like you have somebody in your home I came over to spend time with you and you're on the phone this whole time and like we're supposed to like I was so excited to make dinner with him and like have fun and laugh and play some music while we cook together and like sat down and eat together. Like I love that. I love it so much. There's nothing better than like having a glass of wine and playing some nice music, cooking a meal together and like sharing that moment in the kitchen together and like just having a really good intimate time. And anyways, it didn't happen obviously. And we talked about it. Eventually we laughed it off and was just like, okay, whatever. Um, but so reading this, reading my whole quality time results, it really hits home in a lot of different spaces. So the rest of it says distractions, postponed activities, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful, whether it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together, you deepen your connection with others through sharing time. This could not be more on point. Like you could not be on more like more on point with this. I think for me, really spending quality time with people that I care about, my friends and my family, 
it just it makes me feel good. I can't really explain it. And I wouldn't say that like it makes me feel loved or respected or appreciated, like anything like that. I think with those things, it's a mixture of like quality time, words of affirmations, action, things like that. But overall, the quality time for me makes me feel connected to people. So the purpose of this episode and the purpose of me sharing this with you is because in the last three days that I've been at home sick with a fever, I've been completely isolated by myself. I haven't seen anybody. I haven't gone to work. I had to reschedule all my clients. And I've just taken a break from being on my phone and on social media because I also work on my phone and on social media. So I need to like really just take a breather and like take a break and separate myself from work and from everything else so I can just like be at peace and be at calm and like be present with my body and like I've been making juices and everything else. But in that process over the last three days, especially today, I've been thinking a lot like what's the best way to reconnect with yourself? And the more I thought into it, the deeper my thoughts went. And then I came across this whole love languages. I honestly, honestly, I don't know where this, where this idea came from. I have no clue. I just like thought about it and then I did the quiz. But for me, it was like, okay, how can I use this time to better connect with myself without working? So yesterday, the internet was off all day and I did a whole bunch of stuff around the house that made me feel really good. But then once that was done, I was like, okay, what next? You know, I was always looking for the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, instead of just like sitting here peacefully, like quietly with myself. So I picked up one of my books, kept reading, and then eventually I kind of got bored of that. And I was like, okay, like what else can I do? And I'm just kind of like bored with myself, which I think we really need sometimes. So coming back to the five love languages and mine being quality time, I think what we forget is in our relationships, our friendships, like our family, our relationships doesn't necessarily have to mean dating, just like our friends, our family, coworkers, um, you know, intimate relationships, everything. The love language that is for us, I think it's fair to say that you know, there's one thing to have a love language of how we want somebody else to treat us or how we connect with somebody else. But I was thinking about it and I think it would be very, very interesting to turn it around and look in the mirror and say, okay, but if this is my love language, what am I doing to connect to myself in this very way? Right? So, No matter what your love language is, whether it be quality time or the words of affirmation, I mean, that's a powerful one right there, words of affirmation. How do you give that to yourself? You know, do you talk negatively to yourself every single day? And, you know, acts of service is another one. And it's like, how do you do that for yourself? What kind of acts of service do you do do for yourself? Right? What do you do on a regular basis that's just for you? So I think when we look at the love languages, we're always thinking about how how we can get this from another person or from something external. But if we think about our love language, so 
So after you've done this quiz, okay, I highly recommend that you do it. And there's five of them. So there's quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, physical touch. And then the last one is gifts or receiving gifts. So I think if you look at these five love languages, do the quiz, see what yours is if you don't know already, and then apply that philosophy to yourself instead of always waiting for something external to give that to you. And I think that sends a powerful message in terms of how you show up on a regular basis, like how you show up every day to your relationships, right? Because if you're already giving yourself what you need and what makes you feel good, then how you show up to those relationships is going to be a reflection of how you are treating yourself, if that makes sense. So have you guys... I'm sure you've all heard it. Have you heard about, you know, when you meet somebody face-to-face and whether something is going very good and very positive or something is very stressful and, you know, traumatic or triggering, it's a reflection of you in that other person, right? So if you apply that same rule with these five love languages, how you show up to your relationships is based off of how you show up for yourself. And what you'll get out of your relationships is what you give into it. So really applying these five love languages or whatever your one love language is, your main one, really allowing yourself to be present with that and practice giving that to yourself I think is going to have a huge impact on how you show up to the world, your job, your friends, events, everything that you have to do on a regular basis. It's going to change that and it will shift in a very positive way because we become more aligned with who we are and what makes us feel good. Does that make sense for you guys? Honestly, so for me, my love language is the quality time. So I'm like, okay, how can I apply this quality time with myself? And I think the last three days have really proven that to myself because yesterday especially, I had no internet. Yeah, I had my phone, but I really wasn't feeling good. It was my second day with my fever and I was really stuffy and just like low energy, etc. So I had no like mental capacity (laughs) to be on my phone. So with the no internet, I was forced to spend quality time with myself. And what I did with that time was be intentional with it. And I got stuff done around the house. I was productive. I was very productive. I did a little bit of baking. I did a little bit of cooking. I cleaned out my whole front foyer and did some spring cleaning in my storage and in my closets. It was a lot of time just for me. And I had no music or anything. I played no music, there was no TV, there was no phone or internet or anything at all. It was peace and quiet in here, and just me, myself, and I, just the three amigos in here, and we were just living it up with that quality time, okay? So I know that one's pretty easy, quality time, right? We all spend time with ourselves. Um, Words of affirmation, let's tackle that one. So for everyone listening who you know, has that love language of words of affirmation. I'm going to read this to you and see if it resonates with you. 
words of affirmation. Actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing your words, I love you, hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirit skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. You thrive on hearing kind and encouraging words that build you up. So I want you to be present with that statement for a second. I want you to really think about how that makes you feel. And if this is your love language, then you feel, you know, wholeheartedly aligned with that. But I want you to think about it in terms of redirecting it to yourself. Words of affirmation. So compliments and, you know, saying the words, I love you. Or hearing like, you're doing really great. Or I appreciate you. These are things that we like to hear from other people if this is your love language. However, how often do you say these things to yourself? Probably next to none, right? I know I, this is my second one, by the way. So my first one was quality time. The next one in line, majority, was words of affirmation. And let me tell you, <laughs> this is definitely something that I need to practice on as well right? So hearing those words of encouragement and appreciation, these are things that make us feel really good when other people that we care about tell them to us. But if we only told them to ourselves, it would be such a difference in our mindset, in our energy, in our ambition, our productivity. Everything would change how we show up in every single day would completely change, right? I write affirmations every single morning in my journal. I write three, three gratitudes and three affirmations. But I definitely don't talk like that. I write affirmations of like, I will do this or I am this, but I never actually speak to myself that way. And I never actually tell myself things like, I'm proud of you. Like, that's an affirmation. When was the last time you told yourself, like, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me. We did this. We got here. We are doing what we love. We are doing what we wanted to do. We are setting goals. We're accomplishing goals. How many times have you said things like that to yourself? Probably not a lot or maybe never, right? So words of affirmation are things that we need to practice with ourselves if that's our love language. Now, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into this to the little bit more complicated ones. So you have quality time. You have words of affirmation. Then the last three, you have acts of service, physical touch, and receiving gifts. Receiving gifts for yourself could be a very easy thing. It could be taking yourself to a movie could be going out for dinner by yourself or ordering yourself dinner in. It could be, you know, a nail appointment or a hair appointment, okay? Buying yourself a piece of jewelry, buying yourself makeup or something for the house, buying yourself flowers. That's pretty easy to do for yourself, receiving gifts. But if we talk about acts of service and if we talk about physical touch, 
These are a little bit more difficult. Acts of service. I'm going to read this to you and see if you can resonate with this. Acts of service. Can helping with homework really be an expression of love? Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most wants to hear are things like, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language that their feelings don't matter. When others serve you out of love and not obligation, you feel truly valued and loved. Loved. So acts of service. So how can you do this for yourself? How can you be an act of service for yourself on a daily basis? Think about that for a second. What kind of acts of service would you want from somebody else? What would you want somebody else to help you with? Or what does somebody else do for you or help you with that makes you feel good? Then apply that same philosophy to yourself. What can you do for yourself that makes you feel really good? What kind of service could you do for yourself that makes you feel really good and accomplished and productive, right? And feel proud. I think that's the main thing too. Accomplished but proud. The last one is physical touch. So this one, without getting too kinky on here because this is not the podcast for that, physical touch, this could mean a lot of different things. Have you guys ever giving yourself like a hand massage or a foot massage, okay, putting lotion on your arms, on your legs, giving yourself a facial in the bathroom with all your favorite products, maybe a hair treatment, right, these are parts of physical touch, might be doing your own nails, these are parts of physical touch. So a person whose primary language is physical touch is, not surprisingly, very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, and thoughtful touches on the arm, they can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Appropriate and timely touches communicate warmth, safety, and love to you. So how can you add more physical touch for yourself? So this is your love language. You you feel good when your partner, you know, walks by you and kind of like rubs their arm or slides their arm across your back or over your shoulder or around your waist as they're walking by. Or if they come by if they come by and just give you a kiss on the cheek or if they hold your hand randomly while you're walking into the grocery store, these are things of physical touch that make you feel good, that make you feel appreciated, that make you feel loved. So how can you give more physical touch to yourself so that you feel loved within yourself, right? That's how you got to think about it. And if it means taking care of yourself, then girl, you got to take care of yourself. Okay, there's different things that can apply here and to each their own. 
but I think it's super important. The main message here is that whatever our love language is, is what makes us feel loved and appreciated, makes us feel good from somebody else. But we need to apply these things to ourselves so that we feel good within ourselves first. This is how you're going to fill your cup. This is going to fill your cup so that you can pour into somebody else's. Filling up your own cup allows you to feel whole on your own, which changes the way that you show up with others, which changes the way that you show up on a regular basis. Just getting up and going to Starbucks drive through on your way to work every morning. There's going to be a big difference between filling up your own cup and how your attitude is in that driveway when something goes wrong compared to when you don't fill up your own cup and you go through that drive through and something goes wrong, right? Your day is going to spiral in a different direction depending on how you show up to that situation. So if you show up and you're having a bad day and you talk to yourself negatively and you don't do anything for yourself to make yourself feel good, when you go through that Starbucks drive through tomorrow morning and they give you the wrong order or whatever it might be, you spilled your coffee on your shirt in the car. I don't know. How you show up to that situation depends on how you're feeling before you even got there. Right? So I think really applying our own love languages to ourselves is a game changer. Is a game changer. And the more that you are in alignment with you know, your authentic self and what makes you feel good and and the things that you want to do on a regular basis to help others, that's going to have a huge impact in terms of what you receive from the universe in return. Because what you put out is what you get in. That's it, right? You get what you give. And if you're constantly in a bad negative headspace or just, you know, a negative Nancy on a regular the type of experiences you're going to have are going to mimic that wholeheartedly. But if we start taking care of ourselves in the way we know we like to be taken care of, a.k.a. our five love languages, and we start to show up in the world as our best authentic self, and the universe responds to that. And you're going to start receiving experiences that mimic that same feeling. That's the message here today. So... If you guys haven't already, if you don't know what your love language is, go to fivelovelanguages.com. <laughs> and I want you guys to take the test, the quick little quiz. It doesn't take too long. And at the end, it gives you like a color breakdown by percentage of how much of each love language you are. Mine was 33% quality time, 27% words of affirmation. 23% acts of service, 13% physical touch, 3% receiving gifts. And let me tell you, the amount of times I've dated people within like the first few weeks of dating and I've been given a gift, like I've been given the craziest things like Google Homes, like pff, I'm telling you. And all my girlfriends would be like, how come every time you date a guy, they buy you gifts? <laughs> But for me, I always just, like, it means nothing. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I have a Google Home. I have three already. Now I have another one. Like, what do you want me to do? You know? Like, I appreciate it. It's very kind. 
But for me, it's, you know, as you can see here, 3% on the scale of my love language. 3%. That tells you a lot. You can't buy my love. <laughs> so for any guy who's listening to this, you cannot buy my love. I'm sorry. Sorry to break it to you. <laughs> I need some quality time in there. Okay. So that's my challenge for you guys today. I hope my voice didn't ruin it. Um, yeah, I'm really hoping that this turns out so I don't have to trash it and delete it and start over. But I hope you guys are all having an amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, much love. And that wraps up another episode of Fiercely Faye. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you found this helpful. Make sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and share this podcast with anyone you think would get value from it. And remember, live life fiercely. Thank you.